Hey everybody, this is Presto. Corporal Nonsense. And you are listening to episode 19 of the Nintendads podcast. Is it really been that many? It's been 19 episodes. I feel like we're forgetting something though. Don't you feel like there's something? We are. There should be like another person here. Oh yeah. Uh... So, all joking aside, um, a little news housekeeping announcement. Um, our dear friend Nick Yeti has uh, has decided to. <laughs> uh, our dear friend Nick Yeti has decided to go in another direction from the Nintendo's podcast, and we wish him all the best. Uh, there will definitely be Yeti sightings in the future. He will continue to be hopefully a semi regular guest on the show with his. With his hot takes and his expertise on all things Yeti-ish. So, uh, but Nick Yeti, if you're listening, we love you. If you're watching, we love you. This is going to be, hopefully, if the uh, if the video quality turns out all right, uh, this is going to be one of the first, uh, technically the second video episode that we do. I was about to say, it's not the first. Yeah, it's not the first. So, if you're listening to this... Head over to our YouTube or our Facebook, and maybe you can watch it too. All right, so before we go down the proverbial pipe into the Mario uh, Direct, let's talk about what we're playing. Corporal, what are you playing these days? I have been playing a Dead Man's PlayStation 4. What? What does that mean? <laughs> What what is that? Mean? I have been playing Spider Man. I have acquired a PlayStation Four from an individual who is no longer with us. Did you kill him? No. I have to ask. I have to ask because you ha- yeah, I've heard Spider Man might be worth it. Sp- Spider Man is definitely worth it. Um, no, a friend of ours moved away and left behind a bunch of stuff that he didn't want to take with him, and I got to claim his PlayStation Four. So. Nice. Now I have it, and I've been playing the opening sequence of Spider-Man over and over again because I keep forgetting to save before I leave. <laughs> it's got an auto-save feature, but if Does you don't, say we don't have auto-save leave, in 2020. If you don't leave at the right moment you, before the auto-save, it screws it up. So I replay the intro like twice now. <laughs> Get really good at it. I am. <laughs> um, and I should be playing Minecraft Dungeons because. I hear great things. Yeah, from me. <laughs> Is that what you've been playing? That's what I bet. How did you know that? I, yeah. I, so I something about the show notes. I, I don't know. Yeah, something about how we written and wrote it out already. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've been playing two games nonstop. First of all, Minecraft Creeping Winter DLC. Awesome, awesome. We got new uh, villager merchants. We got daily challenges, which are actually challenging, uh, which if you've reached the end of the game, this is like their first installment of the end game content. And I, why are you looking at me so creepy like that? I can see you too, you know. Um, so yeah, it's the first, first installment of the end game content where it's actually challenging and it gives you like new gear that's like special and above so it's definitely i'm definitely glad that they're like seeing what the community wants in like end of game stuff and then of course you got the new uh like winter themed dlc island which 
funny enough, is the thing that I care the least about. I love the actual, the, the the actual, actual thing. Yeah. I love I love the updates with the daily quests. I love the updates with the the new vendors and stuff like that. And then I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll play through this 40 minute ice level. Like so, in all honesty, I had bought the hero pack, and I wasn't a huge fan of the jungle uh, no, DLC. No, the map. levels are too long. The levels are too long. Yeah. That's what it is. I, like it was a new. It was exciting because it was a new area. It yeah, was exciting. Yeah, the challenging. They have some unique things. Yeah, but uh, overall, I I wasn't a fan of the jungle map. I thought some of the other maps were more interesting. Um, yeah, the ice the ice ones are so far definitely more interesting than the jungle ones. There's more okay. unique things going on that aren't as annoying as like these weird plant creatures, like just <laughs> plant thorns everywhere. Um, but speaking of things going everywhere, the other game that I've been playing the hell out of is Spellbreak. Uh, another spell Fortnite break, reskin? Spellbreak, Spellbreak. Bite your tongue, Spider-Man <laughs> tutorial player. Listen to me. Spellbreak is really good. Spellbreak, I don't like Fortnite. I don't like the, the Call of Duty thing. I don't like Battle Royale games in general, but I really like Spellbreak. The combat is totally different from like a shooter. Uh, you don't have to know how to construct a Four Seasons in order to not die. Um, it's just fun. There's like a lot of interesting, fun stuff about it, and I'm sort of addicted. And all honesty, I've played the tutorial. On um, there's a trend here. I'm so busy. Like the only thing I can get to is the tutorials of most games. <laughs> but I've played the tutorial on Spellbreak, and I I agree the uh, man maneuvering mechanics are entertaining, and the spells and powers that you have the with gauntlets, the gauntlets, baby, the gauntlets catch these hands. <laughs> they are they are interesting. I have not quite gotten. I want to say the finesse to understand which gauntlets can do what with which other gauntlets and like I like I said I have only done the tutorial so yeah. whatever but it's seems fun but truthfully in this could be my opinion and maybe it's wrong it honestly like has the same art style almost as Fortnite and as uh as well as um not dungeons um, Dauntless. 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 Uh, same art style as Dauntless. Let's 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 break this down for a minute. We might go more detail into spell break in the next episode. Sure. But what do Dauntless, Fortnite, 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 and spell break curiously all have in common? Online multiplayer. They are all online cross-play, cross-progression through every single system. Could it so be... So what you're telling me is that the art style is dumbed down in order to help create I wouldn't a say more dumbed, fluid... I wouldn't say dumbed down, but I think <laughs> I think because it's basically like a glorified cell-shaded game, right? Like that, I yeah. would say that's... It's not quite cell-shaded, but it's close enough. I would say that the, the cell-shaded... Because they're all made in um, in Unreal Engine. So they're all made in the same engine, and they're all made with a similar art style. I think the reason that that's done is because that type of art style 
translates well across platforms and across, you know, cross-play, cross-progression, whatever you want to call it. I think that art style is intentional because there's more and more games that are coming out that are cross-play, cross-progression. They all kind of look the same. So... I wonder if it also has something to do with the processing power across systems. And That's what I'm saying. Is like, yeah, you want something to look almost the same or functionally the same on a PlayStation 4 as it does on a PC as it does on a Switch. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... So, tutorial was okay. I'm, I enjoyed I'm the gonna, tutorial. We're going to play. We're going to play this week, and I'm going to show you some, like, basic stuff, and you're going to be like, this is dope. Because it really is. Once you Once you know a little bit about especially the relics the relics are like the movement based abilities then it gets crazy like it's it's very fun anyway so that's what we're playing now let's uh, go into the main section of our show all right so news dropped after 10,000 years of not getting any real news we finally Nintendo? got. We finally got the Nintendo Direct. Can I tell you, Nintendo's my biggest gripe with Nintendo, and I Yeti and wherever you are, will praise these words. But Nintendo's news cycle or Nintendo Directs, their mini Directs, are horrible. It is absolutely bad. horrible. It was good when they were doing them regularly, but like but something, even something still... about it, something about a global pandemic, just really. Like, they need to, like, only else. bring out real news, and they don't bring real news. This was the first Direct that I felt was genuinely good that information. Wasn't, that wasn't a mini Direct. That wasn't an indie Direct. That wasn't anything. Yeah. So this was yeah. the first big Direct, and it was in honor of Mario's 35th anniversary. God, we're old. <laughs> so. Um, so we're just going to like run through this like pretty much in the order that they were announced. Um, and there's a lot. If you haven't, if you have not seen the Super Mario Direct, we're about to spoil the hell out of it for you. Um, and you should absolutely go watch it. It's not even that long. It's only like 15 minutes. The order in which it was re released. I wrote these show notes and I didn't put it in any order. I unless you reorganized it. it. Yeah. Okay. It's not an order of importance. Although we will okay. save the best for last. Um, but oh. yeah, so... Scroll to the bottom. The first thing that they announced, which is possibly the most odd announcement of the entire Direct, was a new Super Mario Bros. Game & Watch. So it's going to be a physical device, like this big, and it's like the old school Game & Watch, D-pad, two buttons, but it's going to have the original Mario Brothers from NES, including the Lost Levels, which is like a, a like extra challenge level thing. Um, and it's just going to be like a little, a little pocket Mario Brothers thing. Happy 35th anniversary. And most importantly, it's going to be a clock. So you it's can tell like how this much... Big. Like, like uh, I, what time is it? I don't know. Go stand in front of the clock to figure it out. So like, this is this is definitely a Nintendo move. If there was ever if there's ever been a Nintendo move, 
This um, was one of those things that they released for the sole purpose of collectors and fanatics. Yeah, but they're going to sell them like hotcakes, and in 10 years, they're going to be worth a fortune. So I won't care. You won't care. <laughs> you won't care until you put a little red through college with five of these bad boys. You'll see. So I mean, that's, that's the first thing. Probably true. Second, second reveal, um, which is, I think, a very close for being the most exciting, if not the most exciting piece of this direct, is oh, yeah. Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. This why don't, is why don't the... you describe this one? Because this is bonkers. This is the second like physical product that they announced in this direct. This is the best use of what I'm going to say is the AR technology, artificial reality technology. Augmented you, reality. Augment, augmented reality, whatever. You take these uh, banners, I'm going to call them banners, or checkpoint banners. Yeah, they're like, you little, lay... they're like little flag things. Yeah, and you lay them out in your physical room. Now, hopefully you've got a bigger square space than just a four by four closet because these things need to be spread out but you can essentially lay out a racetrack and then you can put a go-kart like a remote control it's cart like a little, it looks like a little rc car that's like maybe and like a foot less than a foot big they advertise mario and i saw luigi but are there more than that or no so far, it looks like there's going to be a Luigi pack and a Mario pack. Okay. And you can either... So you lay out these flags in your room, and the flags will digitally connect to one another in this AR system, and it'll create a track, a racetrack, out of where these flags are laid out in the room. So I, and... I watched a video on this. So how okay. it works is you set up the, the four... There's four checkpoint flags, right? Then... You create the course by driving through the four checkpoint flags once. But you can make the track whatever shape, however you want it to be. So if you have a if you have a flag here and a flag here, you basically drive the cart in the physical room wherever you want the track to be. So you can either go from A to B, you can go in a circle, you can go in a wave, you can go all the way down and then back through. The only requirement is that you pass through all four checkpoints in a circle and then that creates the track. So for you as the track creator could have an open space, point A, point B, and make the track a wiggly line. Yes. And as long as there's no real-life physical items or obstacles in between, you could bypass the wiggly line and just drive straight? No, because in the game, in the game when you're playing, actually, I'm not sure how that would work. No, because it, right? it would stop the car. If you not drive, the real-life physical car. No, it would the stop digital. the real-life physical, physical car, because if you're driving and someone hits you with a shell, it stops the car. Oh, so it uses the augmented reality to yes. actual affect the, effects, the physical the car. The effects in the real in the in the game okay. affect the physical vehicle. So if you're going in a straight this line, so cool. and then you get a mushroom power up and you activate it, the car will physically speed up while that like you'll physically get a boost. This is so cool. It's so cool. I'm gonna drive my pets 
absolutely I'm, insane with this. I can tell you already, I want to find out how the modding community is going to take this and do something crazy oh, with God. it. It's going to become drone racing. It's somehow oh. going to become like a drone <laughs> racing thing. I just just imagine like Mario colored drones flying around your room. <laughs> so so and and I think once you make the thing, you can have multiple people playing and if you don't have that many physical cars, like you'll still be able to play on the track with the augmented reality, but just as a digital car so like you and i could play and i could be driving the physical car and you could be driving like a virtual car interesting i think i think i'm pretty sure oh okay so i thought it was awesome i loved it i i think it's one of the coolest things that nintendo has done in a long time i think this is them taking all notes honesty, from though. labo oh yeah and learning okay. that like crossover stuff like that really labo sucks. labo was an excellent idea especially for parents with kids the nintendads that are out there <laughs> that the labo was a great thing uh that they created but i have to say as awesome as home circuit is and as interesting as this new product is i want it but i don't know if i want to pay for it and buy it how much is it is it I don't think they said. Do we know how much it is? I thought pre-orders were up. Really? I, I didn't I thought, go that far. And for some reason, the number 99 jumps out at me. I could be totally wrong. I, I That's actually not that bad. I mean, for what Nintendo has to offer, that's not that bad. Usually they're overpriced. Yeah, if that's any, like... I mean, like the Lego sets. You look at the Lego sets... So they oh, well, are coming yeah. October sixteenth, um, which is what's a us? month and a week from now. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know that you can buy it right now, and I don't know that there's been a price reveal. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, there's a home section and a what's in the box. Oh, pre-order details coming soon. Check back for more information. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I didn't think there was a price in it. Yeah, but you get the cool little the cool little cart. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um or or yeah, you can also have Luigi. Face scowls not included. So that's Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. That's one of the coolest things, if not the coolest thing to come out of the direct. Next thing is all the clothes, 35th anniversary, shirts, shoes, Monopoly, keychains, pins. Uh, keychains and pins, they don't bother me, whatever. The Monopoly, shoes are kind of cool. The shoes are kind of cool. I'll tell you what. kind of cool. I'll tell you what. C9 Mango, shout outs to the GOAT. Uh, is a professional melee player and uh, he is partnered with Puma and I think he's partnered with Puma but Puma sent him uh, a pair of these I believe it's the Super Mario anniversary shoes. shoes and he posted a picture of them and I don't know how it came down the line but he was forced to remove the picture because Nintendo didn't want them 
like being pictured in the wild. So Nintendo, shame on you for making the goat <laughs> take down the picture of the shoes, which uh, it's on the internet. Like you can still find the picture everywhere. Like just yeah. because he took it down doesn't mean a million people didn't screen cap it and post it. Yeah. So, but they do look pretty cool. I'm not going to buy them, but if someone gave them to me, I would wear them or I'd put them in like a box, like right behind me. For uh, I'm not a huge, like, okay. I'm, I mean, I'm obviously a there Nintendo fan and I'm wearing merch, but like, I don't know, like the romper or overall thing that they released. Like I'm, I'm you're not, not wait, really, you're not, you're not going to pre-order the romper. No, <laughs> no, no, sorry. No, I'm not a romper guy. Well, you're missing out. It's very liberating. Although, <laughs> although the Monopoly looked interesting. Monopoly, I'm I all thought about... they had Mario. They definitely have Nintendo and Mario and Monopoly, but this is going to be the they 35th anniversary Monopoly, I guess. Yeah, that's, they, they most certainly, in fact, oh, I must have packed it up already. I'm pretty sure that they, that I have a Mario Monopoly set already. Um, but it, I think it's just the standard Nintendo license Monopoly set. Yeah, I don't think it's... this will be the Super Duper Collector's Monopoly yeah. 35th anniversary. So, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of stuff, uh, with that. If you want to go nuts with 35th anniversary Mario stuff, it's out there. Next up, Super Mario All-Stars on the online service. So, this is, I think this was a physical game back in the day for the Super Nintendo. Um, but basically, it's original Super Mario Bros. Uh, lost levels for Mario Bros. Super Mario Bros. 2, the one where you can go and pick stuff up and throw it. And then Super Mario Bros. 3. So it's all of these games in one game on the digital console, so it's not a physical release. But they've all had updated graphics and sound so they're not as pixely they're a little smoother um i don't know if they're widescreen updated resolution um but they've all been updated if you're into the retro mario games now is your one-stop shop to do that i to be honest with you like <clears throat> yet again interesting concept not worth my money it's not. Right, like it, if, it, it, you don't have to buy it. It's part of the online service. Yeah, I, I'm okay. Not worth my time. I, I'm not that interested. It's it's <laughs> mildly interesting because I don't think before then, I don't think before this came out, you could play the Lost Levels or Super Mario Two on the online service. I know original Super Mario and Mario Three were both if playable. You're really into the original classics and the fact that it's on the online service that's awesome for the online community and the people who like classics i guess i'm just not the the target audience you're for this zoomer <laughs> you're, and the, the ironic part is you're old as shit but yes yes so those are available for us senior citizens that like to play 2d mario games um but for you Zoomers out there that can only play games that involve eliminating dozens of other people, Super Mario Bros. 35 is for you. This is basically a Super Mario Bros. Battle Royale game. And this is not a joke. It's not a joke. So, 
for those of you who have played Tetris 99, it is Tetris 99 reskinned, but with Mario, but with Mario. The original Super yeah. Mario levels. Which honestly, I think is a really cool idea. I love Tetris 99. I love the multiplayer option of this. This is a very classic way of being competitive against other people while playing Mario. So like, I just think it's a cool idea. Is there a price tag that we know about too? So there's two there's two things where I'm gonna unfortunately have to be a Deborah Downer in this situation because it is a cool idea, but there's two harsh facts that kill my buzz on Super Mario thirty five. Number one, it's only gonna be playable until the end of March. Yeah. For whatever reason they've decided that this game needs to have an expiration date because like all things nintendo you kill it while it's good right <laughs> um so you're only going to be able to play this i think it starts i think you could start playing it in either later in september or early october but you're only going to be able to play it until march 31st 2021 if 2020 doesn't end the world before then um, so that's the first thing that's kind of like a very questionable Nintendo choice. The second part is about, I don't know how many months ago, maybe six months ago, somebody created this exact thing online where it, this, and I'm, this is, you can look it up. I forget the name of it. I think it was called like Mario Royale or Mario Battle Royale or something. But it was the exact same thing where you ran through the original Super Mario level. You could see little ghosted images of all the other players. And it was the exact same thing. And Nintendo shut them down. So the question becomes, did they shut them down because... This was in production already. Because this was in production already, which is fair. Kind of. I mean... Six months ago, it probably was. Maybe. I don't know. It might have been more than six months. I don't remember. Um, okay. Or, if you're cynical, you could maybe think that Nintendo saw this and said, well, we're going to shut this down because they're using our IP. And that's, like, the worst thing you can do to Nintendo is use anything Nintendo-related and, and not even try to make a profit on it, but just share it with the world. Yeah. Um... But did they look at that and say, okay, we're going to shut this down, but we should just steal this idea and make our own version of it. So in a previous episode, we had a conversation about ROMs and how Nintendo literally copied the platform for to launch the ROM and like the original guy's coding was yeah, still yeah. In it was the on the, it was coding. in the uh, it was in the the virtual console or the online service they actually took one of the ROMs from online and that was the version that they put on the online service which is the Yeti's whole conversation was that they were so lazy they just literally ripped the original they have the code. original they have the original game but they chose to re it's like if you have a if you have a picture on your computer and you don't want to go find it, so you just go and you post it on Facebook and re-download it, all compressed. Like, that's what they did, basically. So, it wouldn't surprise mm. me if they were inspired. 
by the, uh, the version online. But yeah, yep. uh, same thing. Nintendo likes to do this stuff pretty well in advance. So I think they might have already had this in development and been like, oh, no, somebody released it before we did. Um, hopefully that's the case. Because if they stole the idea, that's... Yeah. Ding. Shame. 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 I need a shame bell. <laughs> we should have one. Ding. Shame. That, that We actually should. That would be really funny. That would be really shame Nintendo. Wake up all of our kids. Shame. No, go back to sleep. We're shaming Nintendo. No, that's fine. Shame. Um... So this next thing, I'm gonna let you explain this because I've never played this game and I have no, like, I'm just, yeah. Super Mario 3D World, something. So, I'm actually gonna, my mouse is gonna show up on screen here. <laughs> Super Mario 3D World was a Wii U game, um, and the concept was it's kind of just mario but he can turn into a cat like that was the big thing so like, mario it, mario goes to a furry convention is what I yeah think. for all those furry fans who are out there and dreamed about being a mario furry this was your opportunity to make a furry costume and just superimpose a mario head right on your face i truthfully though this was a fun game um, and it originally came out when my son was just starting to learn how to play video games. And so we would play this game together. Um, and the cat mechanic allowed Mario to do like pounces and dash jumps. Yeah, they, um, have, it, they have the cat mechanic as a power up in, uh, in Mario yeah. 2. Yep. So it very similar. It's a really cool game i enjoyed it the fact that it's going to be coming to the switch is interesting um it says enhanced version i i don't honestly remember what the enhanced part is um you get but... three more pixels <laughs> exactly <laughs> but what i thought was cool was if they have the added i don't know if it's a dlc because the wii u didn't have dlc um, I think Bowser's... this is a new, this is a brand new thing that they're adding. Yeah, it's a brand new, after the fact, DLC <laughs> that they're giving with the game called Bowser's Fury, and it's an expansion of the original game. Um, it looks cool. It looks the the DLC looks so much darker. The original game was a very bright and happy little world. Um, and you're just having to be Mario and progress through the worlds. It was a 3D, so you like go up and down, and up and over, and go inside See, tunnels and like. I don't like that. I want my Mario games either 2D or 3D, not like Diablo oh. D. <laughs> so it, it, there was a back camera. And the camera progressed with you, and you maneuvered through the map. There was there was Some... a Sonic game like that back in the day. Sonic CD. I hated it. No, it wasn't. It wasn't That's... Sonic CD. There was another Sonic game where it was like oh. actually like you had a big fat head, and you just like and I hated it. But yeah, that's. So, I thought it was a good game. I'm very excited about Bowser's Fury. This is a game that me and Little Red used to play when he first started learning how to play video games. So this might be something that I pick up and be like, hey, nostalgia for a seven-year-old. <laughs> right? 
You have to. I think you have to be like at least double digits before you can have nostalgia. Right. Well. Exactly. But um, I'm excited. Uh, we'll Looks see. interesting. I know 3D. I know 3D World was like something a lot of people played and liked. Like, there's like a well, whole group of people that really love that game. It was also on the Wii U. So, like, the Wii U did a lot of things that were great and a lot of things that some people hate. But this was, like, I think the the Mario title for that console. Ah, uh, okay. That makes sense. So, I mean, later, obviously, they came out with Mario Maker. But I think this is what really started off that console's Yeah, I think, it was a, I think 3D World was a launch title for the Wii U. It could have been. I don't remember. Yeah, nobody remembers when the Wii U came out. It just kind of was there. And you're like, wait, is it a Wii? Yeah. That whole Wii U launch console thing. What does the U mean? Like, university? You can only buy it through your college? I don't know. (laughs) Um, Anyway, one more little minor note that was in this um, is there's all a bunch of digital Mario 35th anniversary stuff coming. So there's furniture and items in uh animal crossing animal crossing new horizons that are there there's going to be a splat fest in january of the super mushroom versus the star and you know we're going to be doing a game night for oh that. yeah you know yep. addicted to that game um what else there's mario there's just going to be a bunch of mario themed special digital events that are will be released on different in different games that are themed about Mario. Yeah, there's probably so, going to be a Mario Kart one. There's probably going to be a Mario yeah. Party one. There's probably going to be... There's a Super Smash Brothers, like, 35th anniversary Mario tournament where you can only play as, like, Mario characters. That was the dog. My dog is asleep and dreaming. How can he dream and sleep through your talking? I don't know. I guess I'm that boring. Yeah, I'm sorry, um, Nintendo fans. Just you can just turn sorry. us off now. Just put coffee. you to sleep. Drink coffee. <laughs> it keeps us awake. Um, yes, you gotta drink it black though. It's the only way. I'm gonna call you out for that not being coffee. <laughs> I have to do it. I'm sorry. I know the truth. Um. So now. The moment you've all been waiting for. The big news. Nobody could hear that, but that's all right. (laughs) Super Mario 3D All-Stars. That's the big thing. So this got leaked months months ago. ago. Months ago. Um, And, of course, if you've been living under a rock, welcome to 2020. It sucks. Uh, Mario 3D All-Stars is going to be Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. Kind of the three big... The the three big originals that defined Mario's capability. Like, a lot of concepts from each one of these games were used to branch off into help expand the Mario controller base like yeah what they're all very unique they all have a very unique 64 was the og well let's let's go yeah. through them let's go through them first of all first of all there's a lot of drama around this release because this is going to be a we go back to our weird nintendo decisions 
This is going to be a limited release that's only available on digital and in physical copies. Um, which I don't know what they're going to do with physical copies. I guess they're just going to stop shipping them. Um, but it's going to be a physical and digital limited release from September 18th through, I think it's through March 31st. But same deal. It's going to be limited. So scalpers, I'm looking uh, at you. I in demand. Yeah. That's they're, they're just trying to create... So whatever. and that's a little bit anti-consumer to take a digital product and make it limited release. Like, what is the point? Like, why? Why would you do this? Um, so it's going to be limited release, but it's also Dude, going I, to be. I wonder if this is going to turn into one of those things where gamers who've purchased the game will then sell their gamer tag or sell their login. And then sell their Switch with it so that other people can get access to the game. Oh, and like, like the digital. Yes. Hmm. People I mean, who if... want the game, but they can't get it because it's been locked. If it's I get in, it, I'm getting a Disney physical Vault. version. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it has been compared to the Disney Vault, which is... So, that's exactly... People will do that. They'll sell their password for their, for their online account because they don't give a shit. They'll then sell their password and sell their switch to whoever the person is that they're trying to get it at a ridiculous markup within like See, five years. I don't think, I don't know. Obviously, this is going to sell higher than market price in the future, but I don't think. We're doing that type of stuff. What was it? It was Flappy Bird. When Flappy Bird was well, stopped Fla production. Flappy Bird was a cult phenomenon but they were selling physical phones that had flappy bird installed on it because yeah. nobody else could get it so like stupid. that's exactly what this will be so i don't think it's going to be too crazy i think it's going to be like 80 dollars a couple a couple months after they stop selling yeah. physical copies but it's going to be a 60 dollar release which has been a tough pill to swallow for some people because if you look at games that have come out recently like the Spyro Trilogy, Crash Bandicoot, games that have gotten full HD remasters. So full soup to nuts, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2 graphics into true HD. That's even not what this is. These are the original graphics of Mario 64 Sunshine and Galaxy, updated to be a widescreen resolution, and like tweaked a little bit so they look a little bit better than the original, but by no means HD remasters. I've seen the side by side shots. Now I don't know if these are actual Nintendo official side by side you can shots or if it's somebody the else. They are they look the exact same. If anything, just the one picture I saw it almost looked worse. So it was as if the camera focused slightly further. Yeah, it's, that was the, it's it. the aspect ratios. It's like Yeah. So while while most of these HD remakes have sold for $40, this is going to sell for $60, which like I said, a lot of people have been rubbed the wrong way. Now, I will say if they came out with a with a Mario 64, "Hey, we're releasing it on the eShop, it's $20." I would view that as a fair price. Right? So uh, this is where I, I will... Okay, so it's $60 for three games. Mm -hmm. You break that down, 30 that's 
thirty dollars would be what what an indie game is nowadays. Twenty dollars, yeah, right? Twenty dollars is the average indie game. Uh, so, like, had they released this for thirty bucks, probably because you get three games with it. Twenty dollars. I think they're shooting themselves in the foot. That's underpricing I think, it. But I think. I think for for HD remasters, just because Spyro and Crash Bandicoot have all come out in the past year at forty dollars. If they released this for forty dollars, I don't think anybody would have batted an eye. No. And quite frankly, because it's Nintendo, had they said forty-five or maybe even fifty, they would have been like, "Oh, it's Nintendo." But. But 60? you know what? I think they're selling it for 60 for one simple reason. Because they can. Yeah. Especially because it's limited release. There is nobody looking at this product. Almost nobody looking at this product. If you're looking at this product and you're not going to buy it at 60 but you would have bought it at 40 and you know you only have until March to maybe change your mind or you're probably going to have to pay 80 for it, I don't think that's going to stop a lot of people maybe my my opinion i still am undecided i still don't know if i'm getting it for me it's not necessarily a price like whether it's 60 whether it's 40 it doesn't it's not a barrier to me if i'm gonna buy it at 40 i'm gonna buy it at 60 to me it's just like how much do i look at these games with nostalgia and how much do how much is it me being like, oh, I'm going to play it for 10 minutes and be like, oh, nostalgia. And then three hours in, I'm going to be like, all right, I'm going back to I'm going back to Spellbreak. Yeah. Like now I think Mario 64 can hold its weight because people still do speed runs of Mario 64. That game is tight mechanically. So truthfully. Had they said thirty dollars and they had said, "Here's Mario 64," I would have paid the thirty dollars just for Mario 64. <laughs> just for 64, yeah. I, I, I think a lot care of less would have. About, I care less about the other two. Like, sure, they were good games, and the people who grew up with those games enjoyed them. I personally hated Galaxy. Did not like the jumping from world to world the See, I liked, I liked Galaxy. I liked it. I liked it. Wasn't a fan of it. And Mario Sunshine, I it didn't jazz me. Like it was okay. It was a fun game, but it like Mario 64 was and yet again that's the game I grew up on. That was a Nintendo 64. Nintendo 64 is beloved system. So maybe that's my nostalgia that's talking, but the other ones, the other two, Galaxy and Sunshine not not jazzed by see 64 64 i think everybody would agree that 64 is like the heavy hitter that's the one that people really want that's the one where mechanically i think it stands up to the to the test of time from a from a single game standpoint like people still speed run it it's still challenging um to me the nostalgia factor is sunshine because sunshine is tropical music it's got, you know, you're cleaning up the messes. It has all the unique things. To me, if I get this, I'm primarily getting it for Mario 64. The nostalgia is going to be for Mario Sunshine. And then, like, I guess I'll play Galaxy. <laughs> Just because it's there, you know? Um, but 
if I want to experience the type mechanics and the nostalgia, I can emulate this in about 10 minutes. Yep. That's the, that's the big thing. And I don't know. I don't know where Nintendo even thinks about how many people are going to emulate this versus buy the physical copy. But I will say, I think for a lot of newer, younger players that don't have anything to do with emulation, that don't emulate, that don't want anything to do with emulation, that maybe don't even have a computer that can do emulation, I think there's a lot of newer players that are going to be experiencing these games for the first time, uh, which I think is really cool. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I'm... I agree with you because, yet again, my nostalgia, Mario 64 was like the pinnacle. That was an experience that a gamer should have. It broke barriers and it helped to propel the Mario franchise forward in ways that I don't feel like the other two were able or did at the same level. And for the fact that a younger gamer who hasn't had that experience, it's like when I talk about Banjo-Kazooie. Banjo-Kazooie should be beloved by every gamer at least once. And if you're listening and you haven't played Banjo-Kazooie, there's a little button at the bottom that says stop. You can stop now. (laughs) Strong words. Strong words. Now, here's here's a thought. If you were going to if you were going to introduce Little Red to Mario 64, if he's at that age where you think he can handle a game like Mario 64, Right now, without throwing the controller at the screen. Everybody throws the... That's part of the experience of playing Mario 64 for the first time. And Um, maybe for the 10th time. Like, if I get it, controller's probably getting thrown. But, so think about this. If if Little Red's, you know, you're going to have a weekend of gaming with him, with your children. Are you... In your mind, do you think, oh, I'm going to load up the emulator... And we're going to play it on my laptop with, like, the Pro Controller plugged in or, or a GameCube controller adapter. And we're going to play it on the laptop. Or maybe we'll hook the laptop up to the to the TV and play it. And that's going to be our experience. Or are most people going to say, oh, I want my children to experience this nostalgic game. And now I can just, okay, when you want to play it. If you want to play it at 7 in the morning before I get up, cool. You know how to use the Switch. Boot it up. Play it. I think this brings, from from a gamer dad perspective, for all you Nintendads out there, I think this this is a convenient way to share a very nostalgic series, the original OG 3D Mario games, with your children without having to go through the hassle of emulation. And I think that alone will sell it for a lot of people. You say this, and I immediately start thinking of <laughs> me in the back seat of the car playing my original Game Boy, like as the streetlights go by, like trying to catch the light. Oh like, my god, that's, I, I... that's a pain no modern <laughs> child will have to endure. But but like I feel like kids should have that experience, and the fact that they are able to now on a portable home console. I I think it's I do a lot of air quotes. <laughs> you do and you do them weird like like this, but yours are like glued together. 
Yeah, they're glued. <laughs> um, but I, I think that that's it's a pretty cool thing to have. And you're right, it probably will sell. It's definitely going to sell. It's my I'm, I might be talking myself into it right now. My kid's turning three years old. He can't play tomorrow. It. Tomorrow. Happy birthday! Everybody, um, put happy birthday in the chat. Happy in the birthday chat. in the chat. Speaking of the chat, <laughs> we are streaming now on Facebook Gaming quite a bit, quite a bit. Yeah. Corporal just got his capture card. I have my Beast PC and my uh, my Elgato. So we've been streaming. If you haven't checked it out yet, first of all, if you're if you're hearing this, if you're still with us, congrats, you're the best. Um, but if you're Thank still you. listening uh, to this, obviously you are a dedicated fan, and we appreciate you. And you should definitely go to you can go to fb.gg/slash/the-nintendads, which is the Facebook gaming page for our stream, the Nintendads. Or you can download Facebook now has its own standalone Facebook gaming app, um, just called Facebook Gaming. You download it and just look us up, the Nintendads. There we are. We stream. We stream. I've been streaming at least once a week. When Corporal gets his stuff together, we'll be streaming probably two or three times a week. I mean, yeah. de- depending on depending on if we start getting more and more viewers, we might start streaming more and more. And more we'll see. We will see. Corporal Nossage, hit us with that side quest. That sweet side quest, John. Is All it right. French? It's short, fast, quick reaction. Are you ready? Okay. The world now runs on video game logic. What's the first thing you do? Ooh, check my stats to see what the hell is wrong with me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, uh, video game logic, no. I'm definitely, I'm definitely seeing what I have in my inventory. In that your inventory? First, yeah, that would be my first thing. See what I got. See what I'm packing. Any items I forgot about from the first level that's been sitting around. I'm assuming that I am just now becoming aware that that world is in video game logic. The first thing I'm doing is hit and save. <laughs> <laughs> save, save, save three times. Did I save? I forget. Hold on one more time. Uh, uh, all right. Well, that's... that's our episode. That's our video episode. Um, hopefully, if it's not, if you're just listening to this and you're not watching it, we're sorry. Something went wrong. Something went wrong. Remember, if this video quality is sufficient enough, come and find us on YouTube and on Facebook so that you can watch our ugly mugs. Yes. I've got to get going anyway. There's a, a space party that I have to plan. A space party? Tell yeah. me more. Why, what's what, it's space part? Like in outer space? No, I just need a planet. Now, the, the advantage of video is you can see the life and the soul drain from my face when these terrible puns happen. Planet! Planet. And they're like, solar system, planet. Planet. It hurts. Bye, it hurts more on video. <laughs> Follow us on social media, Nintendads, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Find us on YouTube. Bye. Do it. Bye. <laughs>